the show. Congratulations to Eric Reed for coming back into the NFL. A whole slew of injuries on the injury report this time. The Riders Cup. Why is the U.S. so bad? And your hot topic, the contract situations that players go through. All this and more on You Don't Know Jive. Welcome to You Don't Know Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. And this is episode 30. The Big 3-0. The Big 3-0. I'm not there yet. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm, I'm almost not there. there. Yeah, you're closer than me. Yes, I am. <laughs> Just got to remind you how old you are. Oh, wow. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate. Anyways. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I was saying what I was trying to say. Never mind. It's, it doesn't. It's not going to work out. But this podcast is getting old, and that's what I'm excited about. There you go. <laughs> because everybody has an opinion on sports, and I say if you're truly an expert, you would be a general manager of a team, or you'd be betting in Vegas and making millions upon millions of dollars. So I think let's just enjoy the uncertainty and the chaos of sports in. United States and the rest of the world because I don't know and you don't know Jack. So actually, we're going to start this uh, podcast off on a somber note. Just a quick moment of silence or basically prayers and thoughts that are going out to number one, uh, the LSU basketball player Wade Sims. He was a 20 year old that was shot and killed um, uh, last weekend, last week, excuse me. And just our, our thoughts and prayers go out to his family and the whole LSU community. Yes, definitely. Also have a uh, another player that's fighting for his life right now. Uh, TCU linebacker Christian Abercrombie uh, left the, our was in the game. I think it was last Sabbath, Saturday, and uh, he collapsed as soon as he got to the sideline and ended up. Uh, um, not being responsive, so they took him to the hospital, and right now he's in critical condition. So we want to keep his family in prayers, and you know the whole uh, TSU community as they uh, continue to fight for him. And finally, um, the NBA on TNT host Ernie Johnson is also going through a, a significant battle, yeah. and uh, he has blood clots. That. Yeah, yeah, he has blood clots in both legs. Yes. And we just want to make sure that we're thinking about uh, him and uh, his family in this this very trying time. Right. Yes. So keep him in your prayers and, you know, we'll, we're, we got we got you in our hearts. Absolutely. And now on to the shout outs for the week. Shout out. Shout out. You want to take this one? Because, you know, you're the 
baseball guru. Yeah. Take me out to the ball game. <laughs> I am not a guru. There's so many things that I don't know about baseball, but although we'll say, I love the game. I'll say that I did watch uh, the NL wildcard game. Well, what? Parts what? Of it. Shout I, out. I watched a good portion of it. And then it got too late for me, so I had to call it a night. (laughs) I watched uh, that whole game last night, man. I I was up until 1 a.m. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. What were you thinking? I don't know. (laughs) Shout out to the to. uh, I was about to say shout out to the Cubs. Shout out to the Rockies. The Colorado Rockies won that game uh, two to one. Yes. In um, the 13th inning. Oh, my goodness. I still can't believe the Cubs went from leading their division to losing that um, tiebreaker to the Milwaukee Brewers. And then not winning their wild card game at home. So now Cubs are out. Rockies in. Just got to tip your hat to that team, that squad. You know what they say? When losing comes in pairs. So yeah, you know. Yeah. But I I don't know they, why the, the, why it decided to happen at the end of the year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, they could have picked a different time to lose, but it's fine. Whatever. Whatever. Exactly. I, exactly. I the most important time. Yeah. You decide to lose. Yeah. It's wonderful. Fine. Whatever. Oh, that's going to be a theme for this whole episode. <laughs> so many people lost their games in the last what twelve minutes. Oh my goodness. Oh man. Anyways, we started out with the Dodgers. Let's congratulations. Yes. Uh, let's do a little post Malone. That's right. No vacations. They're not going home today. The Dodgers ended up clinching the sixth uh, consecutive playoff berth um, for that squad. Man, the Dodgers, just before Magic Johnson got a, um, got into that ownership group, mm. the Dodgers were not doing well. So just shout out to the whole organization over there. Manny Machado was a big deal. Um, obviously, Clayton Kershaw. So I'm looking for them to make moves. Hopefully, this will be their year. Make your moves. Make your moves. Yep. Uh, moving on, we're going to talk about Alabama, which is, you know, I had to take this one because, uh, you know, me and Alabama, we don't we don't mesh together. <laughs> I so mean, I can the, take it. So the irony of it. No, I think this is good for the fans <laughs> to, to hear me to hear me talk well of Alabama just so they know I'm not I'm not a, I'm not uh, I'm not uh, I don't know what the word would be. You're not a hater. Yes. You're not a hater. Alabama, I want to congratulate them on not only being undefeated. What? What? But being like, well, how should I say this? Being championship before the championship. <laughs> be, for being the championship. Well, we can start with how many points they're scoring. You well, used to always yeah. talk about how ugly they play. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they used to win games with defense and running the ball. Yes. Now they don't even have to, they don't have to do either. Like they, that's the point. They don't have to do either. They just, I, I have this joke the whole time. I'm like, Nick Saban, all he has to do is, uh, call a blitz like five times out of the game, out of the, out of the, every series that he plays and he can get burnt on every one of them for a touchdown <laughs> and still win the game because he'll say, Tua, just go ahead and, just go ahead and do what you do. Yeah, do what you do. That's it. And it's crazy because Tua had, um, I think two TDs. Oh my goodness, I still couldn't believe this stat when I read the stat. He had two TDs, eight for eight, 128 yards. And then Jalen Hurts came in. Yeah, I'm just like, I, I don't, <laughs> like, like that's, that's, what, what is, what is the QBR of that? I want to know what the QBR is because that's, that's a perfect completion rating. Yes. Uh, for 128 yards. That's kind of, that, that you know, yeah, but he barely played, you know. Yeah, so true. It's kinda, but, but he had two touchdowns. So, but I mean, Alabama threw the ball less than what is this? Eight plus six, fourteen. Doing math on the fly. Yeah, less than twenty times. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. 16, Good job. Sixteen attempts for all three quarterbacks. Yeah. 
and they they had over 200 yards but i mean like that's how good their their rushing is that's how good their defense was i mean they didn't even have a rush that's over 100 yards either yeah like how did they score? Like defense? <laughs> like, well, yeah, I want to see the defensive stats. They got they got some defensive scores. They got an interception, and yeah, I think they also got a punt like, return. Yeah. So. Um, oh yeah, there it is. Punt yep. return and another interception. So yeah, like defense. Like, they hang their head on defense, so they didn't have to though, because yeah. uh, Tua could have twenty eight points in the first quarter. In the first alone. quarter, it was crazy. Absolutely I mean, crazy. Let's let's to the folks. Granted, it was Louisiana Lafayette, so that's an FCS school. So exactly. they were sub- they were supposed to do this. Honestly, I, I was going to mention that because I'm sounding too much like an Alabama homer right now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a ha- Alabama fan in any way. I just think that Nick Saban has done an amazing he, job. He has. He is. I saw an article. To, uh, I think it was today or yesterday that said that um, you know Tua has taken a already great program to a higher another level. And I like yep. I don't know how you can go higher than you know undefeated and winning championships. How, what I mean, what <laughs> are you are you? I, I I don't know. I don't know what's next. I mean, let's let's let them play the the worst Browns? team in the yeah the Bills? worst team in the NFL. I don't think they can beat. Them. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think, think they could either. No, but, I don't think they can beat them. But um, no, Alabama is still doing really well. I'm really really excited about how many points they're scoring because for the longest time I've always felt like. They can run the ball with, you know, they're the best at running the ball, but every now and then they need to throw the ball. Yeah. And this is just probably Nick Saban's best team. He should yeah. literally, if he wins the championship, retire. I would say retire. Yeah. But, you know, fans, the, the Alabama fans would be like, nope, we're not doing that. I know what he, <laughs> I know what he needs to do. He needs to go to another, another program and build that program up and, uh, it's to secure his legacy as the greatest coach ever to step on the field. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying for for to, for a Florida State fan, I'm just I'm hoping that's the case. So you can come over to uh to Florida State, give us a couple, a taste of some yeah. couple more championships. Uh, yeah, get Willie Taggart out of there. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that, but that's what I meant. Yes. And you wanted to know um Tua Tagovailoa's um QBR? It was a 99.5 raw QBR, so not quite a hundred. 99.5. Yes. Has anybody in the league ever done that? I don't think anybody's league ever done that. Um, the, the you, you're talking about NCAA football. I'm talking about I'm talking about NFL pros. Oh uh, yeah, I think I think. Um, oh man, they changed the QBR. So back in the day, you could get over 100. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what it is now, but um, yeah, well, I, it, yeah. I think every now and then, um, Drew Brees flirts with uh, 100. percent Well, I mean, QBR I've seen like Aaron Rodgers. I've seen some of these some of these uh, quarterbacks. Um, that have ninety sevens. I've seen a ninety. I think the the most I've seen is a ninety eight, but I have not seen a hundred yet. Yeah, and I don't know how you can't get a hundred on this because he was literally perfect the whole <laughs> game. Like unless he fumbled the ball once or got a a sack or got uh, a a tackle for loss. Like yeah, I just I just don't know what how to how to calculate that to be uh, a one point. <laughs> under a hundred, like I don't, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> well, you know, he has to aspire to something. He has to continue to improve. That's what Nick Saban would say. Really, we're not perfect yet. We still have work to do. Really, I mean, your record <laughs> says otherwise. Unless you keep it, you're keeping every team to zero, and you're scoring like fifty points every game. Yeah, I mean, that's just that. That's then everybody will think you're cheating. So, I mean, yeah, exactly. Everybody would say that you're the Patriots. So, hey, you know what? Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa! I, I feel like whoa. a lot of people didn't like our episode last. Are you week. done? 
Are you done? Can I, are you done? Are you done? <laughs> yeah, our episode last week went in on the Patriots, and uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure people were not too happy about that. I tweeted all my <laughs> Patriots fans. It was crazy. Well, it was I mean, I'm not a Patriots crazy. fan either. I'm an Eagles fan, and we beat them, so I just want to throw that out there. Throw it out. I'm just throwing throw it, it out, out. there. Although okay. they did have a good week against Miami. That was crazy. Oh, Miami's never been <laughs> something to hang your head on. Well, so. I mean... They did start three and zero. I didn't believe in them, but they did start three and zero. We're mean, all over the place right now. I'm yeah. gonna wrap up Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> Alabama has really not played anybody besides Texas A&M. However, they do have a couple of tests coming up. LSU, that's uh, it. November third, <laughs> definitely not Tennessee. So LSU and Auburn. Auburn is November twenty fourth. So we will see how good they are. They're really not playing a lot of decent teams this year. Kudos so. to the AD and the coaches for scheduling cupcake schedules throughout the season <laughs> so that the players can be fresh come playoff time yeah absolutely like, that's, I just, that's, that's just that's one thing i can say that they do very well even though i don't agree with it uh well on, on top of that now they're actually scoring a ton of points right because yeah. i think everybody knows that their schedule is so weak that they need to get those style points right so i mean and it doesn't matter if you didn't get to stop last year they are was it last year i think it was where they lost to georgia yeah. And Georgia lost to Auburn, but they still were number four. I don't understand how that popped off. I don't um, know. All I know is that UCF is finally, what, top 10? That's not going to last. It's not going to last. <laughs> I want UCF to get at hey. least near the playoff. Hey, at least they were the, they were the championships last year. Or, or they were champions last year. At least they thought they were. Yeah. So that's what they said they were. Yeah. So, I mean, and listen, they always the, say if you say it and you believe it, it then will it become. is. Yeah, it is. So, it will be true. Hey, we want to say congratulations to the 2000, what is it, 17, uh, national champion, uh, um, the truth. <laughs> to, uh, UCF, uh, Golden Knights, um, for, for a masterful, uh, season. Fake news. Um, seriously. That's why you're number 12. I really, no, honestly, that made me mad. As much as I was happy for that season that they had, that made me mad. But again, we digress. We digress. We're all over the place. Moving on. Let's, uh, congratulate Mitchell Trubisky or shout him out, whichever one. Uh, he had a great game throwing for six TDs and helping the Bears get to three and one. Talk to me about Khalil Mack, man. Uh, there's not much to say. He's just a beast. He is probably one of the best, uh, edge rushers that we've seen to date. Um, and that's arguably because we know we have the JJ, uh, JJ Watts Mm -hmm. and, uh, we have, uh, Von Von Miller's and all those in the league. So, I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot of arguability there, but you can't fight. You can't, you can't really argue what he's doing this season. Like in every single game so far, he's had a sack fumble. Think about that. Yeah. A sack fumble. That's in huge. every game. How does that even happen? Like, what? <laughs> like, I remember when Von Miller was dominating like two years ago, even he wasn't doing all that. Right. Exactly. Like, I mean, that's insane. And you, the crazy thing is that Chicago actually needs that. Right. Mitchell Trubinsky obviously had a great game, but still, like, he's a young guy. This what? is his second year, and the offense is still coming together. Right. And so that defense really needs to be the anchor, and he's doing it. It's crazy. Unlike how- what John Gruden thought he could do. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, John Gruden, um, he threw out, I think it was this past week or last week, he said, we've got to find a pass rush. Really? Really, John Gruden? <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> hold up. I think I have a, I think I have a bit for that. Um, hold on. You're going to learn today. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I think, I think you, uh, I think you failed. 
I think I think we I think he failed. Seriously, so. I, I I don't know what he was thinking letting Khalil Mack go, but you know more power to him. He's got a, a one in three Raiders team, and uh, what is um what's the guy's name? What's the owner's old name? I have no idea. Oh I, my goodness! I blot them out my mind all the time because <laughs> that's how bad they are. Well, you used to say just win, baby, win. You know, just yeah. win, baby, win. And it's just like if you want to win, you need a defense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Khalil Mack was your defense. He was the whole thing. Like, yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. he could cover. I mean, he, he could rush the passer. I mean, all he needed to do is rush the passer, and you have a, you have decent players. I mean, everybody in the league is getting paid to uh, to play, so obviously they're good at something. Yeah. So and he did just get paid, so I'm, I'm he's eating well, uh, and I'm sure he's doing well. And I I just I, yeah I question I question. Uh, the top, I'd, I'd fire everybody at that point if I was the owner. Yep. Everybody from the general manager down for letting Khalil Mack go. Like, yep. I, I don't care. You're, you're, we're done here. I don't care if I just sign Gruden to a 10 year, $100 million contract, which they did. Um, <laughs> that's right. You're, you're gonna, you're gonna get let go because you made a bonehead decision. I'm sorry. Yes, absolutely. A complete bonehead decision. And, well, I mean, you know, you have Al Davis and now his son has taken over for him, Mark Davis. And uh, I, I don't know. The Raiders for a long time were dysfunctional. And oh, yeah. bringing Still back are. John Gruden, <laughs> bring, bringing back John Gruden to me is just like, I I don't know if that's a good idea. Well, I mean, he knows his stuff because we hear him on, on uh, we heard him, uh, what was it, on Monday Night Football? Monday Night Football and um, quarterback. He had his yeah, quarterback camp. Quarterback camps, yeah. So he knows he knows what he's talking about, and he's very good at developing quarterbacks. Yes. But as a head coach, uh, I think you need to stick with coordinating yeah. duties. You need to stick with – I mean, obviously, yes, he won a championship with Tampa Bay as a head coach. Okay. Yeah, but that was but in did 2002. He re- did he really? <laughs> Hold on. What, which really? bit was this? Uh, 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 Kevin uh, Hart. Uh, 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 uh. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't expect you to say. That's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. I don't know. Um, uh, I don't see it. It's all right. I don't see it. Uh, uh. (laughs) But I'm telling you, man. Like, okay, so we do have to shout him out, right? He got his first win with Oakland. But Oakland, to me personally, that team is better. Granted, you have a crazy division where Mahomes is just Showtime. Mahomes, kid wonder. I heard him. (laughs) His nickname is. Yeah, it's crazy. He's doing amazing things. Yes, but still, like I expected them to be more competitive in their division and in the NFL in general. So, whatever. We'll we'll see if Gruden can really change the culture there. Maybe they need to move to Vegas before they'll get something done. Oh, I mean, they need. Then also, they need uh, somebody under thirty-five to be playing (laughs) in a Raiders jersey because everybody in that league, everybody in that in that place except for Amari Cooper and and Derek Carr Carr. are the are are. Old as I don't know what. So listen, I'm telling you, I'm gonna take you on a journey. <laughs> take you on a journey real, real quick, where you have all veteran players on an NFL team, and you know what that team is? What is that team? A team that loses. Yes. all of the time. All the time. <laughs> like I, I it's just, it's just at some point, yes, yes, ex- experience is important. You need it for you know you you to show the younger guys how to how to play and how to win. Yep. But I don't see any young guys going to the Raiders. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Like they haven't really drafted well. They haven't really. I mean, Khalil Mack was yep. also one of the younger guys, and look where he's at. Yeah. So you had Khalil Mack. You had Derek Carr. You had Amari Cooper. And it. now 
Yeah, it's just like yeah, okay, Michael Crabtree as well. Yeah, let's just bring in all these older guys. Come on, man. It's just weird. It's weird what he's doing, but it, then again, we still have to shout him out. Got one win. Yay! And it was a it was a very exciting game. That Cleveland Browns game was incredibly exciting. Came yep, down yep. to the to the wire and went into overtime and everything. So it yes, was a good it win was. for them. Congrats to Eric Reed for coming back into the league. He signed a one year contract with the uh, uh, Carolina Panthers. Big ups to David Te- David Tepper Tepper, I guess is the name for um uh, for. Uh, I guess advocating it to happen. I mean, he's one of the one of the newer owners, and he doesn't really care what your stance is as long as you win football games. And I respect that immensely. <laughs> I mean, it, it is what it is. It's a business. You can put all the personal stuff aside. Oh, Eric Reed was one of the people that was uh, kneeling with Cap- yes, Kaepernick, Kaepernick, right? Yeah, yes, okay. he was on the Forty Niners. Okay. Uh, one of the one of the better safeties in the league that that was blackballed. And uh, now he's back in, and you know, mm-hmm. hopefully he he can shine. Absolutely, congrats to him. Let's get into these injuries. I'm in pain. I have injury. You've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look, just a flesh wound. Injury report. All right, so the injury report. We're going to run this down really quick because time is fleeting. Uh, well, we're going to start off with with uh, Clemson in the, in the NCAA. Uh, their quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Big uh, news. Yes, he uh, left the game last weekend with uh, neck injury, head and neck injury. He was out last week. Uh, it's questionable. He was questionable to go to going into this week, but uh, it seems like Dabo Sweeney has updated us and said that he expects him to play. So that's good news for Clemson's chances. I forget who they're playing this week, um, but I I think it's a I think it's a, a marquee matchup in the ACC because I I think all of all of their um, all the the football all the football teams I guess in the NCAA are getting into the meat of their schedule. So everybody's playing everybody. Yep. So um, Clemson plays Wake Forest this weekend. Oh, easy win. Um anyways. Yeah, but it is a divisional game, so you know. Yeah. Anything can happen. Anything technically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> moving on. We're going to the NBA. There's a couple of uh injuries there. Uh you know, everybody the NBA starts October sixteenth. So just what, what? You know, it's around the corner. It's what, two two weeks away. Oh, get ready. Oh, yeah. Uh, DeMarcus <laughs> Cousins, we got to throw it in there real quick. Uh, he had an Achilles back last season. He's still out. He's expected to be back November 2nd. So Which is all big you, news. Yeah, so all you Warriors fans, like uh, my my colleague Chris over here, um, I can't wait to see him play. Um, I don't even know. Yeah, I guess I am a fan of the Warriors. <laughs> but okay. All right. I'll, ta- I'll take it. I'll take it. That's my cross to bear. Are you done? Are you done? <laughs> Can I, are you done? Are you done? Um, <laughs> what? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, next is Kristaps uh, Christo- Porzingis has had a knee injury last year. The unicorn. Yes, he he was out. Um, he's still out until Christmas Day. So That's what a what a Christmas miracle that he'll be back. I get a unicorn for Christmas. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- moving on, Thunder's. Um, uh, I guess he's a power forward. Eh, small forward. 
I guess he's a mixture of both. Andre Robinson, he's really not a scorer. He's a defensive guy. But uh, his, uh, his he injured his kneecap. He'll be out until December 1st. And also, uh, everybody, we, we've run down Russell Will, Russell Westbrook uh, had surgery to clean out his something some stuff on his kneecap as well. Uh, orthoscopic, orthoscopic, orthoscopic. Orthroscopic, 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 whatever. One of those, (laughs) (laughs) whatever. Um, uh, He was injured. Uh, They're saying that he could be back, possibly by the start of the season. Um, There's no official word yet, so you got to stay tuned. Moving on to the NFL, this was disheartening. Earl Thomas, uh, star safety of the uh, Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks fractured his left leg, the same one he fractured a, a year or two ago, mm-hmm. and is now on IR and yeah. possibly out for the season. So that's a big loss for the Seahawks. I don't even think he wanted to play for them anyways, but we'll get no, into that. He, he still loves the Cowboys and yeah. wants to play for the Cowboys. We'll, we'll get into that. Foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> also, Rob Bronkowski, ankle. He left the game last week, uh, week four. Um, he's uncertain to return this week. So Tom Brady might have to rely more on his wide receivers than his tight end. Yeah, and uh, he does have Josh Gordon available. He does. Josh Gordon is there. Julie Edelman's back. Um, And then that's about it. Philip Dorsett, he did okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Miami. I mean, I was going to put a bit there, but I I don't know. Anyways, um, Tyler, moving on. Tyler Eifert. I know this is this hurts your heart. This must hurt your heart because this is your team. No, we talked about this. Oh, well, we literally we, talked about yeah. this. Tyler Eifert is never healthy. Yeah, he's well, he's definitely not healthy this year and not coming back. <laughs> if anybody saw that game against the Atlanta Falcons, it was the most gruesome injury you could ever see in life in a football game. Really. Ooh. I mean, besides a head injury or something like that. Literally his his ankle was like Kind of like you know, uh, 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 J- Gordon Hayward. Yeah. When his when his ankle was, but his was, Eifers was worse because they say he actually snapped his leg, like Ooh. snapped, snapped. Looks, he's right there. He, yeah. like he snapped his ankle in half. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So um, he's done for the season. I think he really should hang it up. It's it's about that time. It's about getting, that time. Yeah. There's no reason to the reason to keep going. Uh, a couple of hamstring uh, injuries. Keep going in life, just to clarify. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, just to keep, uh, just to keep going. Uh, hamstring injuries. A couple of them. We have Will Fuller of the uh, Houston Texans. He's day to day. He could return, depending on how bad the injury is. And your boy Leonard Fournette. Who's been injured, stays yep. injured, yep. who can never get on the field. He's like a superstar, but can't do anything. Yep. Uh, he's out for this game so with, uh, again, with the same hamstring injury. So who knows if he'll ever play again? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, it's like the Kawhi Leonard saga all over again. Yeah. Leonard Fournette is, is a huge part of what they do in Jacksonville. Uh, TJ Yeldon has filled in well, but they really need him to, to be any type of threat deep into the, Regular season and the postseason. Right. So, I don't know. We'll see. Leonard Fournette not there. That's not good news for the Jacksonville Jags or Blake Bortles. Not good at all. But they still win. So I don't know how that works. A uh, c- <laughs> couple of other uh, cleanup things here. Tight end Will Dis- Disley. Disley. 
I guess his name. Yep. Uh, tight end for the Seattle uh, Seahawks. Also has a patella uh, injury. He's out for the season. That's Um, horrible. I was just about to pick him up in fantasy too. There's been a lot of injuries. A lot of, a lot lot of knee injuries. Like it's, it's, it's more, there's more, I think there's more knee injuries now than there were because all all these players can't hit high anymore. They got hit low. And that's, 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 that's the result. Uh, Terrence Mitchell of the Cleveland Browns, uh, fractured his forearm and is probably done for the season. Uh, we only include the Browns because now they're actually relevant with one win. So <laughs> I had to throw them in there. Yeah. And it's been close. They've lost a lot of games by three points. So, yeah, so it's been close for the Browns. This, they're, they're looking up. This is a turnaround. We have to in- include them in the injury report. Exactly. It's a definitely going to be an interesting season for them. See how they'll do. Uh, Baker Mayfield has the whole town just ready to, to go. Keys to the city. Keys to keys, the city. Oh, keys yeah. to the Ferrari. Yeah, absolutely. Just don't crash it. <laughs> don't go he's, too fast. He's going a little reckless right now, but he's not. he hasn't crashed it yet. Don't go too fast. Exactly. Let's get into some headlines. Daily Headlines. All right, daily headlines. Uh, we are going to touch on this pretty quick because, you know, it's golf. But <laughs> uh, Tiger, Phil, and a lot of other Americans came together with a lot of other people in the world to participate in what they call the Riders' Cup last week. Yep, yep. Um, Shout out to all the Europeans out there listening. Yes, because, you know, guess what? Y'all all won. Y'all are winners. <laughs> all you do is win when it comes to the Riders' Cup. Um, We're international. Yes, we are. Hopefully. 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 We can say it until it's true. Um, I cannot make this up. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, <sighs> it was a terrible outing, I should say. For the United States, because we didn't win. Uh, I, well, from what I read, understood, we didn't win a single match. Yep, like that's 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 unbecoming of the American way. Yeah, we, we really didn't show up. Tiger didn't show up, especially t- Tiger and Phil were paired together, and they didn't show up. Yep, like that's those are two legends of the game. Yep, and you don't show up. I I just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just you. Congrats to Europe. <laughs> just. Europe showed why they're the best golfers in the world, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, they're they're definitely up there. Um so I, I, I don't know what to say about this because this whole format to me is just kind of new and interesting. Yeah. Um and I'll I'll have to dive into it a little more to see exactly how they do this match play. But uh yeah, I, I expected the Ryder Cup to be close. It was seventeen point five points to ten point five points overall. Yeah. And uh I just expected the Americans to actually do something. It, and it, yeah, for a long time it wasn't even that close. Yeah. So yeah, they 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 absolutely killed it. Go team Europe, I guess. Well Maybe. uh this is this is basically what Tiger wanted to do. <laughs> I wanna go home. I don't wanna I, don't, <laughs> I wanna go home That's basically I mean he got a new girlfriend. He was 
He was riding high on his win last week or yep. week before. Yep. And he didn't feel like going over the over to Paris and playing. Yeah, who wants <laughs> to go to Paris, Paris, and Paris play some and golf? Play. Yeah, right. I just want to go home and uh, cuddle, cuddle with. Uh, I don't even know her name. Anyways, yeah. but uh, the we new one. <laughs> we do have some reaction from um, from what Tiger from 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 the uh, Riders Cup. What Tiger had said. We didn't. Uh, we obviously didn't win the cup. Uh, we didn't execute like we uh, had planned and wanted to. Um, for me personally, I uh, went 0-4 and uh, obviously very disappointing um, because those are the four points that aren't going towards our side, it's going towards their side. And uh, to uh, to have a Ryder Cup in, in that way, you know, for me personally, it's doesn't feel very good because I didn't uh, I didn't help my teammates uh, earn any points. And uh, at the end of the day, we came here as a team and we win or lose. And unfortunately, we lost this one. Unfortunately, we lost this one. That's all he has to say. We lost this one. Yeah, I I understand Tiger just won, but why was he on the team? <laughs> Is it Your just guess, because he's Tiger? Your guess is as good as mine. I mean, <laughs> I feel like I, from what I've from what I've read, it was, I I think it was a history of that. Um, Tiger has not been doing well in this in this uh, match for a while, and so to even think that somebody that's coming off of like what four back surgeries, <laughs> yeah, is uh, is going to compete with some of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wasn't a good idea, but uh, okay, I, I get it. He's he's back. He won something, so I guess you put him on the team, and he's a legend. But any anyways, moving right along, <sighs> talking about C- Tristan Thompson and the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't, I don't. There's even know not what a lot to say, to say about, about this. this. Yeah. There's not really a lot. I, um, I can play a couple bits that that pretty much sum up what the Cavaliers are going to be like this season. That was a fake fart because I couldn't summon up a real one to express my disgust. Um, uh, let's see. Um, I'm laughing because you don't even know what happened. <laughs> I don't know. That's just that's just a couple things I could say, but yeah, Tristan Thompson. Do you you have the uh, interview clip that sparked all of this controversy? I, because he he truly is in his bag and thinks that he can bring the Cavaliers. <laughs> uh, to the postseason and oh actually win goodness. something. We're still four-time Eastern Conference champions. So until you take us down from that, teams ain't got much to say. Boston, Philly, they got much to say. Boston had home court game seven, lost. Philly, you guys almost got swept. Toronto, we really know that story. So until someone takes us down, not much they can really say. Wow. Okay, first of all, it took LeBron to take over in the Boston series for them to lose. Not because Tristan scored probably like ten points. Um, I don't know. It's just stick to stick stick to not. Uh, I'm not gonna say what I'm gonna say. Never mind. Uh, I'm, I'm, Pineapples. I don't. I don't want to do. Pineapples. I'm done uh, here. I just. I don't. I don't know how wrong. Like there aren't words to describe how wrong he was. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so let's let's go back to Toronto not wanting any piece of Cleveland. Uh that's incorrect <laughs> because Toronto doesn't want 
anything to do with LeBron James. They don't care about anybody else on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay, so let's go back to Boston losing at home in Game 7. They didn't have Kyrie Irving to help them get over the hump, and LeBron was on a mission. Right, exactly. And uh, talking about those baby Sixers, guess what, Tristan? You're wrong again. Those Sixers are going to be one of the best teams in the East East. again. Exactly. I I just, I don't know. I understand that he has to do that. He's considered a leader on that team now that LeBron is gone. But wow, man. I mean, look look at what happened when uh, LeBron was not on the court in the playoffs between the the point uh, disparaging uh, stats. Statistics. Yeah, they were they were scoring significantly less points. Yep, they could not, uh, they could not sustain a lead. <laughs> like literally, LeBron would get them about let's see a good fourteen to fifteen point lead. By the time he comes back in, or he could he couldn't even sit for like five minutes before the lead nope. evaporated. It was gone, especially in that Indiana series. Yes, Lord have mercy. I mean, against Victor Oladipo, like that's about. Yep the the height of their of their stardom <laughs> right there and he's not even like the star star exactly so he's like an intermediate star so like i'm like tristan i mean stick to chloe uh, uh don't uh don't uh you know just just stick to not cheating on her first of all oh yes that's all, that's, all, that's, that's <laughs> hey. well let's let's go in that's, it's got a little hot in here oh my goodness do you want to go in on that uh um Oh, I feel it coming. I think you have something to say. I'm just saying, if you're gonna talk smack, first of all, get your get get your home life ready. Get yep. your home life up first. You got a baby on you, the way. You got a baby. You got a, a wife, or I guess. I well, he already had the baby. Yeah, but yeah. Well, he he was cheating and he stepping was cheating out. On, he was cheating on her. Everything. I know this is not the gossip section, <laughs> but at the same time, we're gonna salute this into sports. Fix yourself first, and then come back and actually work hard because the Cavaliers are trash. Are and, gonna be trash this year. Yes, and now that you've said it, there's a target on your back. Target on your back. So just be ready. Because I don't know if you're you're truly ready for all the smoke that's coming your way. I'm just saying. I'm gonna ask him after all the, after, when the season's over and there are what 20, 20 win team. All I'm gonna ask him. You want some juice? That's it. I'm gonna ask. You want some juice? That's all. You, that's all you want. You want some juice? That's it. That's all. He, that's all you can give him because it's like, come on, man. Just pat him on the back, give him his juice box, and let him go home. <laughs> that's it. And who else is going home? None other than the. Chicago Cubs. I still can't believe this. I just want to boo them and just make ah, I just I just can't believe that you are a leader in your division, have a chance to get a playoff berth and then you lose like 3 games in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Like really? Anyways, so we're recapping basically what happened last night, October 2nd. The Cubs and the Rockies played in the NL wildcard game. It was a basically a, a win-and-get-in game. Yeah. After the Cubs had to play a, a tiebreaker for their division the day before, that was crazy. So they ended up playing 163 games this year. That a boy. <laughs> Gotta love baseball. Anyways. I mean, they're not tired. Yeah. They're not tired at all. It's not like they're running uh, 90% of the game, or it's not yeah. like they're, not, they're running – uh, like in soccer, like they're running like a hundred percent of the game. Yeah, they're not doing that. I mean, they sit there, they look at the sky, 
uh, the only person that's really working is the pitcher, and they switch them out every so often. Like I guess they what pitch half a half a half a game, and then yeah, another, they pitch about five yeah, innings or so. Yeah. I mean, and the only thing is that the Cubs did play like forty something games in forty, I think like forty five days. But either way, like if I'm standing around, yeah, they didn't have to travel as much as the Rockies did. The Rockies had to go all over the place. Um, oh, that's what happens when you live in the in, in the in the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be just get everything together and exactly. start traveling, right? Exactly. Ain't nobody want to come come up to your mountain and play. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, with that thin air, I don't. I don't want to do that. No, not I. No, no, no. Anyways, it's just it's crazy to me to see that the Cubs. And obviously, I'm a little bit of a, a homer. I was rooting for the Cubs, but it's crazy to see all of that fall apart. Maybe the the talk about Joe Madden being out as the manager. Um, maybe real, maybe real. We will see. They did have a successful season, but they should be in the playoffs right now. They're a better team. They're better than that, and I expected more. But that's all I'm going to say about that. Because the Yankees, ladies and gentlemen, the Yankees are winning 2-0 against the Oakland Athletics. Thank you very much. I think we uh, somebody said something about the Yankees not making the playoffs, right? Was it I? Did I, did I do that? Uh, <laughs> um, why is it so quiet? I mean. Now I'm not a hypocrite, people. I'll take responsibility. So, uh, yeah. So, I, w- I will say that. Um, I was going for, well, not going for I was saying that the Red Sox look a little bit better. Uh, but I did say they might win a, 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 a wild card spot. So that happened, and they're playing now. They're playing the Oakland A's. Well, yeah, they're playing. They they got the wild card spot, yes. and now they're playing to get in. Yes. But you said they weren't going to make the playoffs. Well, I mean, obviously, I don't know anything about baseball. So, <laughs> um, guess what? You gonna learn today? Yeah. So I I just you got learned. I just, you got learned. <laughs> <laughs> I learned today. That's pretty much what happened. I learned today. Shout out to all the Yankees fans listening, Eddie. We knew what was going to happen. We can bond over that. Eddie. <laughs> please write to us and let us know what you think about this our shameless plug is oh yeah you should email us at ydkjpodcast at gmail.com or if you prefer to tweet those 140 plus characters I can't believe they changed that we are at ydkjpodcast on twitter hit us up we also have a website where we blog from time to time ydkjpodcast.com again that's ydkjpodcast.com Find us everywhere when it comes to podcasting. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and even SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Wait a minute. Wait wait a minute. Hold wait. First of all, you're not gonna speed past that like you didn't just say what you just said. (laughs) Oh man, just make sure you listen and subscribe. We always appreciate it. We always appreciate the interaction and also knowing that you guys are enjoying the show. Yes. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Moving on. <clears throat> my, I'm going to sound like Skip. My Cowboy, I'm just kidding. I'm not a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Boo to the Cowboys. Um, my Florida State Seminoles uh, played last week. We played the Louisville Cardinals, and it was a nice comeback win for us. We're not going to stay long in this. I just want to say, is this a turning point? Um... No, uh, we're not. This is not a turning point. <laughs> this, this is not a turning point. Uh, it was just a fluke win because guess what? We got a pick on. It, it was it was the whole Marshawn Lynch uh, not mm-hmm. getting the ball. 
um, but uh, Jimmy Butler, line. yeah, Jimmy Butler getting the pick pick on the goal line controversy that just happened. Who who uh uh throws the ball on third and three in your own sideline? You have the lead. <laughs> Why don't you just run the ball and and make us use our timeouts? But no, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna uh throw the ball and we just get have a have a opportunity for us to get a, a turnover and that's what we did to win the game yeah and you took advantage of your opportunities and i applaud you for that because yeah you needed that win we did we did you're, you're what two and two now three, three and, and two. two three, three and, and two. two there you go i'm telling you you're gonna make a bowl you're but not, make a i bowl. hope not i hope not uh, i need tiger out um <laughs> but uh i just wanted to i just wanted to ask that question is this a turning point no it's not it's it's a fluke so yeah, moving no, on, a complete fluke. We're done. Moving so on who is to blame then for the Browns' loss in Oakland? Is um, that a fluke as well? Is Baker Mayfield, you know, actually helping the Browns out? Is he a catalyst or is he a liability with everything he's been doing? I want to say a little bit of both. Um, Baker plays reckless, very, very reckless. But to yeah, be but he has passion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, T.O. had passion. Uh, uh, Chad Ochocinco has passion. Uh, OG, OBJ has passion. Uh, Tom Brady has passion. Hey, he's the GOAT. But, uh, you know, everybody excuses them. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I think, I think Baker, to, to have good success, we have to have good risk. Have, have to have a lot of risk. Baker brings that risk. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. if you bring that risk, it can. Uh, you have to do it with a K. Risk, risk. risk. You got. You got to. You got to finish it. Risk. Yes. Anyways, um, <laughs> he brings that risk to the team. And so, if if you want a team that's going to be have that winning mentality, you got to take risk. And he he provides that. So in that way, he can be a catalyst. Yep. But we saw when he's under pressure. Although he is a rookie, mm-hmm. he's going to make mistakes. But uh, you you can't let him make those mistakes to the point where he's just it's just detrimental to him. So I would say, Hugh, since you're not you, since you're there, you shouldn't be there. But since you're there, rein it in a little bit, run the ball, and you know give him some better reads and kind of control the si- situation a little bit better. Yeah, I like his fire, man. I wish Andy Dalton had a little more fire, but he does. Um, he has red hair. <laughs> man, that man looks like Goku going Super Saiyan. <laughs> I love Shout it. out to all the Dragon Ball Z fans. I love it. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I like that he plays with passion. Um, he reminds me a lot of Brett Favre. And, uh, Bre- Brett Favre actually said that he's a, he has a lot of potential and he can be a winner in the, this, the NFL, excuse me, in the league. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for some things to happen to, ba- um, happen for the Cleveland Browns and Baker to get better. And also, They've only lost these most of their games by about three points. It's true. So they could be. They're a play away from being 4-0. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Absolutely it's ridiculous. So awesome for them. Glad that the, uh, Baker's debut has been good. His rookie campaign has been amazing. And on to the King, who is starting his, his new season, his new uh, outing with a new team, the L.A. Lakers, Mr. LeBron James. Had his first preseason game over the weekend against the Denver Nuggets. And uh, it was interesting. I watched about a quarter of it or so. And uh, it looked like he was just kind of surveying, figuring out exactly the pieces he had. And uh, 
surprisingly, Brandon Ingram is going to be a big deal, I think. I always thought that he he quite he didn't quite fit into what they wanted to do with the Lakers this year, but Brandon Ingram is going to be a big piece of that offense. You you uh you brought up a good point. I uh well not that that too. I mean, I was I was going to talk about that, but you said big deal. I should have gotten that bit uh, from Kevin Hart to say he's a big deal. Yeah, um, that that would have worked <laughs> perfectly here. Anyways, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I watched a little bit of the highlights uh, of that game. I saw a couple of of uh of LeBron's plays and I think that team once they mesh well together, I think they're gonna be a little bit more um I guess athletic than the Cavs are. Uh the Cavs were when LeBron was there. I mean you have playmakers everywhere. I mean Lonzo our Lonzo yep. can play. He can make plays for himself. Brandon Ingram, uh Kuzma, um, you know, Rondo you know, even got JaVale McGee from uh, from, Golden, <laughs> from State. Golden State. He yeah. can make some plays on his own. Like, I mean, that team is once they figure out how to play together, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna mesh well. It's not gonna be this year. Uh, they they probably will get to a playoff, but I don't see them winning a championship this year. Yeah. Um, and once free agency hits, when uh, uh, Clay Thompson is a uh, free agent and uh, Kevin Durant, um, um, what's his name, AD Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, once they hit free agency, look out. Yeah. Lakers, saw, Lakers going to go get them. Yeah, absolutely. I saw a very interesting note. LeBron could actually win the MVP this year, like without a doubt. LeBron could win it every year if he wanted to. Yeah, but I think because the Lakers were so bad, people are going to pay way more attention to him this year. And even though, he, in my opinion, he has a better team with the Lakers, he's going to get a lot more credit for them getting back to the playoffs. Man, I'm giving the MVP to uh, 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 Trey Young. Oh gosh. <laughs> I haven't seen him play yet. <laughs> Luka Doncic, he with Dallas, he yeah, was doing yeah. some crazy stuff in this preseason. Anyways, catch some NBA preseason games. Yes, please. You do. won't regret it. There's please some do. really cool storylines out there. Um uh, actually there's a game in Seattle for the first time in a while. They're actually playing a preseason game in Seattle. Kevin Durant is going back to the town that I drafted him when he was with the Seattle uh, Supersonics. Supersonics. Yep. I want to say Seahawks. Yeah. <laughs> too many. I got too you. many sports. I got appreciate you. that. On to the other sport, the big sport NFL. Jameis Winston reclaimed the starting spot from Fitz Matt Fitz Tragic. <laughs> yeah, like, you like what I, I put see, there? I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was Fitz Magic, and then uh, towards the end of the game four it was Fitz Tragic. So yeah, and we talked about the guy that wanted to uh, trademark Fitz Fitz Magic. Fitz Magic I guess yeah. that trademark is not worth a lot. Yeah, anymore. not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Uh, anyways, uh, Jameis Winston is going to start. He, um, I guess Tampa feels like they have a better shot with Winston. Personally, I disagree. But go in, Hugh. Well, tell I mean, the people what you think. I mean, yeah, there's not much there's not much gain to be had between G- Jameis Winston and, and Fitzpatrick. They have a similar style of play. They both can sling it. Um they're both gunslingers. They both take a lot of risk. Um Jameis more than Fitzpatrick because Fitzpatrick obviously has been in the league longer, so he knows kinda a little bit more where to put the ball. And he has actually had weapons, but I don't know what's happened these last two games. Either defense has gotten better or he's just he's just lost it. Um, you saw when Jameis came into the game, uh, Jameis are off the bat throw two picks. 
So, I mean, Rusty. I mean, you could attribute that to Russ. I attribute that to him being him. Like he's a turnover machine. I love him because you know he he won us a championship again at Florida at Florida State, and I I appreciate that. I appreciate that till the till uh <laughs> the day I die. But <laughs> at the end of the day, we got to call it like it is. He's a turnover machine. I yeah. mean, that's what he does. I mean, he's a risky player, just like Baker Mayfield. Exactly. And a lot of times, his risks really don't um, pay but, pay off. But, but the but thing we'll is, see. yeah. But the thing is, he has weapons that can bail him out. Way, yeah. I think he has better weapons than Baker in Cleveland. Oh, wait, so, yeah. yeah. Two you got Mike Evans. Yeah, you got two premier OJ receivers. Howard. Three got me, premier receivers. Yeah, you got me zero points. By the way, OJ Howard, I'm coming for you. Did he get hurt? No, he didn't. Well, he was hurt. Yeah, in the game before, but he's not. I don't think he's hurt now. He, he was playing. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm uh, just kidding. OJ Howard. I'm not. I don't want to smoke. I don't want to smoke. Because <laughs> um, he clearly listens. But yes, he is out for two to four weeks with a sprained ankle. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I or excuse me, sprained MCL. Um, yeah, I thought something was weird that he he's been putting up points in fantasy. So I was like, when I saw that big. Donut. I was like, "What is going on? Why do I have zero you points should, for OJ Howard?" You should have gotten uh, uh, Bright, Ca- Ca- Cameron Bright, or whatever his name is. He's a number one tight end. Oh, really? On team, yes. Nice. OJ Howard is a number two, but he's a very athletic number two. Yeah. Um. So they do a lot of uh, a lot of twelve personnel. For those of you who don't know what that is, twelve personnel is one running back and two tight ends on the field at one time. Anyways, um, you just got learned. Yes. So, uh, I, 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 you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to study the game a little bit more, learn the verbiage and, you know, all that stuff. So yeah, it's man. fun to drop those tidbits. But, um, yeah, the they more do, more you know, <laughs> they, they do, they do a lot of, uh, 12 personnel and, uh, it, it helps them a lot. That's why they've been so successful. I mean, yeah, I, I, I kind of want to see how Jameis does the rest of the way, but I know it's not going to be nearly as good. You know, going forward because he's he's a turnover machine. Yeah, he that's what he is. But we will see. I I don't have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the playoffs this year. What about you? Nope, not at all. Not at all. Says you don't know Jack. Outsiders looking in the podcast that you love, and this is one of your favorite segments, Rapid Fire. So let's get into it. Huh? I don't even know what that means. Hey. Do, do, do. John Carlos Stanton, Hugh, he got hit by a ball and then hit a home run. How does that even work? Do you have any explanation for this? Well, uh, I think the, the what I saw was he hit the home run out out in the field, and then one of the fans um, didn't want the ball that he threw, so he threw it right back to him. And <laughs> and I guess at that point he got he got hit. It wasn't a hard hit. They just hit it and it bounced and it hit him. Yeah. And so yeah, it's just no. Uh, it, it was really cool. I actually remember seeing the highlight. He yeah. Uh, yeah he hit the home run and the fan was like no. And yeah. there was a really good throw from the stands to second base. Right. A really and like yeah. somebody get him a, a glove <laughs> and a contract. Yeah. That was a beautiful throw. Hey, honestly, somebody needs to show him the money. That's <laughs> That's what they should do. <laughs> Moving on to Oklahoma, Kyle Murray is rolling with that team. This guy uh, has a legit shot to compete for the uh, has the Oklahoma Sooners um, competing for a title this mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about their uh, their chances? Very very good in the Big Ten, um, but 
I don't see them competing with the Alabamas and the Georgias because yeah. Kyler, Kyler, Kyle Murray, Kyler, Kyle Murray is the is the Oklahoma Sooners. <laughs> yes, he is the Oklahoma Sooners. He's definitely like a uh, not a Baker. Oh, who's the other guy? Johnny, uh, Johnny Manziel. I mean, I would say he's a Baker too. Like, I mean, they were the ones that kept them in the game. Like, if they weren't on the team, the team wouldn't be the team. Like it. Yeah. So I I just don't I just I don't see them contending for a title, but I do see them probably getting to the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, he got paid by the Oakland A's five million dollars for his baseball uh, contract, but I guess uh, he decided to play football. So we'll see. You know, we'll go into that next week. Next week, I think we'll go into that next week. That's a good time to do it. Let's get into these Bengals. For some reason, <laughs> you know how to throw that in there. Yeah, for some reason, the Bengals. Yeah, I think you just wanted to troll me. I, I, um, <laughs> I actually not. I, you, you'll be surprised. Okay, the Bengals are sitting at uh, three and one. I yes, believe they are three and one. They have one loss on the season, and a lot of people are saying, "Do you believe in the Bengals?" So, what do you say, Hugh? I do. I, I, I buy them because uh, the Bengals have not shown this offensive efficiency in a while. Oh, I mean, yeah. oh, they are last two seasons. Oh. They are scoring points, and they are scoring points in droves. They kept up with Atlanta, which has premier wide receivers, yep. and beat them in Atlanta. Yep. So that tells you something. They I, shouldn't I, have won, by the way. They should not have won. I mean, but they did. <laughs> so I, I do believe in, in the Bengals winning that division. Uh, Steelers coming in second, even though they, you know, they are projected to have a better team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what I, about I, the Ravens? I though them. Ravens are sitting at three one in the AFC North, the hardest division in football. Uh, calm down. Um, <laughs> I I don't I don't believe in I don't believe in uh, uh, Joe Fluco. So yes, Joe Fluco. Shout out to my boy Calvin, who was at the Atlanta game and said, you know, come on down, let's let's watch the game together. But I couldn't make it. So. Oh, yeah, it's okay. He enjoyed himself. He's also a listener of the show. So there you there go. You go. Shout out. Uh, also, is Ohio State? Oh my goodness! I, I was watching this game and I couldn't believe it. Is Ohio State real? Like, do they deserve any credit for the comeback against Penn State? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they're real. Uh, they're 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 a team that loads that reloads like um, Alabama. They're they're in Alabama. They're uh, uh, Georgia. They're you know these premier schools. And to have a you know a a semi questionable, amazing uh, uh, coach on the field. When I mean questionable, character questionable, but his football IQ yeah. is second to none uh, on the field. They have a shot every year. I mean, plus he's a great recruiter. Um, he's got that. He's got that ship going forward. So yeah, we'll see. It may be another Alabama Ohio State national championship. I hope not. I, I hope. I, I hope not. Too. I want you. I want you. You UCF and USF to play in the national championship. <laughs> I would love that. That's the joke of the day to end off your rapid fire from you don't know. Jack. All I'm saying is it's too much. Shut up. Just let me say what I gotta say. <laughs> Let's get into this hot topic. All right, so contracts, contracts, contracts. Our hot topic is going to be kind of controversial because I've heard people say different things about uh, 
you know, NFL players or athletes in general. A lot of people say, oh, you're over. They're overpaid. Yeah. They're, uh, you know, they're just paid to play a game. Uh, this, that, and the other. My first thoughts are you don't even know the half of what goes into playing these type of games Mm -hmm. at a professional level when I hear that. Secondly, these athletes are putting their bodies on the line. They're putting their careers. They're putting everything on the line to entertain us. (laughs) So, and we're paying them to do that. So if we're paying these athletes to do that, why not, uh, uh, why not, you know, pay them. Like, I don't, I don't understand how, I don't understand how this is such a controversy. And this is, this is, this goes into, you know, the Le'Veon Bell controversy and, uh, uh, trickling into uh, Earl Thomas because Le'Veon Bell, as we all know, or I've heard, has, um, decided to sit out part of the season, if not the whole season, if he can, so that he can get a better contract. I don't have any problem with that because guess what? He's a running back. Running backs get beat badly when it comes to uh when it comes to the game. They get the most they get the most uh uh hits, they get the most uh wear and tear on their body, and they have the least tenure of any player in the league. So I don't have a problem with, you know, what Le'Veon Bell did. Um, you know, the 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 look of him posting um, pictures and video of him jet skiing in Miami. That's a little much. Yeah, a little much. But for for the 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 work that you do, the success that you've had, and for a team to only franchise you for what two or three years at a time, just so they don't want to pay you to be consistent. Like, I just don't get that. I mean, Kirk Cousins what what had the same issue in Washington. Yeah, and so I don't know. I don't know. For me, it's a, a little different I, because I think that one of the issues with Le'Veon Bell is that he's had issues with suspensions. Yeah. Right. And so if you're constantly having issues getting on the field, not necessarily because you're hurt, he's also been hurt, but because you're dealing with off the field conflicts, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, why would we take another chance on you? And I understand that the Steelers actually need him to win, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of like, I don't I can understand their frustration with him as well. Yeah, uh, it it happens uh, a lot of the time. You know, there's there's off the field issues, and Le'Veon Bell is not is no is no stranger to that. But at the same time, you know, you we could have squabbles. A lot of these businesses and a lot of these employers say, "Leave your problems at the door." When you're here, it's business. So. You know, I know it's a bad a bad look on the on the on the Steelers organization, but he hasn't had any alleged uh, you know sexual allegations against him. He has not had any really domestic violence allegations against him. Nothing criminal. So, well, what do you mean criminal? As in like <laughs> as in like he's as in like basically, you know, Michael Kendricks. You know, he's our our yeah, yeah, Michael Kendricks. The yeah. one that's in as that's possibly facing jail time for insider, insider trading. trading or Coolest uh, story of the season by the way <laughs> which i disagree i mean insider trading shouldn't shouldn't carry a 25 year penalty but it's fine whatever uh moving on um or, well, or, let's just randy, clear, or randy like, gregory or you know all these players that have yes. domestic violence uh cases against them yeah but he, uh, he also his drug problems off the field have been 
you know, oh, documented. Yeah, I understand that. And so, you know, you just want to make sure that he's on the up and up. Although I'm sure it's not really that big of a deal. But um, I mean, but he's, it, it never looks good because he has he gets suspended and he can't play. So right. obviously, it's almost like a Josh Gordon situation where you're you're hurting yourself, right? But and the team. But he's ne- when he's on the on the field, he's productive. He is yeah. very productive. Mm-hmm. When he is, he doesn't he doesn't get hurt. He's always available when you need him. He practices hard. He does the work he used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, he has drug. Wait, it- what do you mean never gets hurt? Well, hardly gets hurt, I should say. I have not, I have not seen him, I have not seen him miss many games, like a ton of games due to injury. I yeah, say. he's not Tyler Eifert. Exactly. Let's, let's, be, let's be clear does, about that. He doesn't, he's not Tyler he doesn't Eifert. miss games due to injury. He misses games because of suspensions. Well, no, he's been injured a lot too. No, I'm saying, but he, he, during the, over the past like two years, I haven't seen him, like he may have a hamstring tweak or something here, but it's not like an ACL. It's not like a a, a, oh. a, a sprained ankle that no, he's out so, for for five six games at a time. Well, he's been out for three to six games at a time before, but it, it, you know, a lot of it is just compounded by all of the issues that he's had. Right, right? that's what I'm trying and, to say. And, and so it's not necessarily like oh he's out for the whole season, right? But he's 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 been hurt. That's the problem, right? So he gets hurt for maybe one or two games. But then on top of that, he was suspended earlier for in the season for like three games. Yes. And so now so it's kind problem. of like, yeah. That's the problem. Like, like the on. suspensions are getting in the way. And I understand that. He's got to address that. That's that's something he needs to take responsibility for. But as far as I'm concerned, if I'm the Steelers, he's been an integral, 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 integral uh, part of our success. Yep. Like he, without him, the production that Ben, uh, ben Roethlisberger has been having, doesn't happen. I mean, you see James Conner. He's yeah. come in. He's done a nice job. but Definitely a big role to to come into, and he's done a decent job. Right. He's done a decent job, but you ha- how has Ben done this year? <laughs> Look at how Ben has been this year. He hasn't he's, done very well. Yeah, he's an up, ro- up and down roller coaster. He has a game where he throws for 403 touchdowns, and then he has a game where he <laughs> throws for 303 interceptions. Like, yep. like yep. It, it's, it's inconsistent. I think... That they can't necessarily trust James Conner to carry the team when Ben is having a bad game. And that's one thing you can lean on Le'Veon Bell to do. Yes, that's very true. Very true. And I I don't know. I so I, I wonder what people are saying about Le'Veon Bell as far as the um as far as weighing him as a competitor, right? So you have you know that he's talented, you know that he's skilled, you know that he has a passion for the game, but now it's kind of like we always know that running backs only have a certain shelf life, right? They right. have maybe 10 years. Maybe. Yeah. and Yeah, maybe 10 years. And he's been such a big part of their offense for so long, right. keeping the pressure off of Ben. And so it's kind of like you you got to pay him, but at the same time, he could make this a contract year for him, right? Right. He could cause as it is. He's, he's on a the, he's a franchise. Agent. Yeah. Well, he's he's on they he's under the franchise tag. I think he or this is either this is last year or he's playing under the franchise tag and they're not willing to pick up his you know his his another or sign him to a long term deal, which is the reason why he's doing this. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, that's why I I agree with him because uh, if you're not willing to invest in me long term and pay me. Yeah. For that, why would I even though everything that I've shown you that I could do that I've done for this organization? Yeah. Why would I put myself in harm's way and risk hurting myself for another team that might pick me up if you're not willing to invest in me? That's not a that's not a good business decision for me. 
Yeah, I, I think, honestly, he should have gotten some sort of contract from the Steelers. But I think the Steelers are kind of like... Ah. Or trade him. Yeah, or yeah, or trade him. There you go. Exactly. And it's it's crazy because he he clearly believes in this because he's getting fined every day he doesn't show up. Yeah. So And he's not hurting for money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's not, he's hurting, really for not money, hurting for money. So he just really believes that he should be getting paid. And I... I tend to agree with him. I really do because I think he's one of the best running backs we've seen in the last ten years. Well, I mean, now we got Ezekiel Elliott that can that can, you know, yeah. challenge that, and you got uh, Kareem Hunt that's that's on the rise. So I mean, his his stock is actually falling because those guys are coming up. Exactly, that's the problem. That's, that's the problem. That's the problem. And I, you know, I, I get it. Maybe he does want to stay with the Steelers, but um, yeah, you know, he has to take responsibility for some of the stuff that he's done, and then also. Try to figure out exactly what the next step is. Exactly, and it's uh, it's it's just unfortunate because I think the Steelers were poised to make a really big run this year. They were. Although I am not a Steelers fan in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, well, I, just I have that. to be uh, <laughs> uh, for for the sake of the house. Yeah, happy happy uh, wife, happy, wife, happy life. life. Yeah, um, <laughs> I I I actually am a big fan of of Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell and of Antonio Brown. Like I love those two players. They're they're electric. And Juju Smith, who's coming up, uh, he's he's a lecture player. Um, and James Washington, their rookie, like they have a, a receiving a, a low key receiving core that is probably one of the best in the league. Yep. Uh, uh, and to give and Ben is is doing a a fantastic job of finding these these players and giving them you know the ability to uh, the opportunity to shine, which is good to see. Oh but, yeah, he's a top tier quarterback. Oh, he. he uh, uh, I don't know if I go that far. Um, so he's he's helping young players become better. But he's I think they're also. Super Bowls. But I think they're. I think he's. They're also helping him because you oh, see. Okay. You see. You All see. Right. You see <laughs> did you? You. I mean, again, you see what he did in the, in the first game of the season and the third game of the season. He threw three interceptions in the first game. Yeah. Granted, it was you know in increment we- inclement weather, so I understand that. But James Conner had a monster game with 134 yards and two touchdowns. Yes. So ride James Conner and don't throw the ball. I mean, you're <laughs> you're you're winning either way. But yes. he threw the ball, and the result was three interceptions. I'll, he also had like I think three or four more interceptions in the in the third game of the season. I forget who they played, but it was an awful game by him. So at the end of the day, uh, I just he's not he hasn't been consistent enough for me for to to be a a top tier. He's a he's an elite quarterback, but not a top tier elite quarterback for me. So who do you have as uh, top tier? Tom Brady, obviously, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, those two basically have, are above everybody else. Yeah, and, that, um, and that's what I—that's kind of what it's been for the last what ten years. I mean, you can count Peyton, but even Peyton got really think, old towards yeah, the end. I think I think so, Peyton once his once his shoulder had a shoulder surgery, his shoulder gave out. It was it was a wrap. So yeah, so um, I guess yeah, but but to me, Ben is definitely right there in the top five. Right. right. If, if it's two, if it's Rodgers and it's Brady, then you got to give like. Ben Roethlisberger, um, some credit because yeah. who else are you gonna? No, put I, I will, I will, I will. I said I gave him elite status because I mean you got you got oh, I I forgot Drew Brees. Drew Brees is a top tier oh yeah quarterback exactly. So I, and I Drew put, Brees has bad games too. Yeah, but he but he rarely throws interceptions. Like he won't th- he won't have uh, he will not have a a three or four interception game. 
It's okay. rare that you'll see okay. that. He he might have had in his in his in his career. Let me correct that. But he it's rare that you will see him have a back to back game in a season that he'll have three or four interceptions in a game. Okay. He hasn't had that last year. There was a, I mean he I don't think he had two interceptions in a game last year. Basically. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I'll, I'll bring up the stats. Bring up the stats. But I, Drew Brees I, every now and then to throws picks like he does. And um, no, I mean every quarterback is susceptible to that. But at the same, wow, that was really hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> susceptible to that. But at the same time, I, I don't see. I don't see where Drew Brees has has uh, has been. You know, because he's he has the uh, record for most completions. And and you know and oh yeah, it's a great time to bring this up. He's he's about to pass Peyton Manning for the most yards. Most yards, yes. Yeah. And he's had. I think that the stat was he had. Um, he was at eighty percent completion rating this season so far. Yeah, and yeah. that's unheard of. Eighty percent, guys. That's yeah. eight out of ten passes that he throws. He's a beast, and he and that's the thing. He also throws like forty times a game. Exactly, and to keep that up. That's what I'm saying. I don't see him having a ton of interceptions because of that completion rating right there. I can, I mean, I just don't see it. But um, yeah, like, I, I mean, it, so I, Ben Roethlisberger obviously he's 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 up there obviously because he has two rings and he, right. he gets them to the playoffs I mean, yeah, almost you, every year. You gotta account for that, yeah. Yeah, but um, you know, he see, definitely needs the help. No interceptions this season. None. This season. This is the season. This is 2018 season. Uh, okay. Has no interceptions this season. Uh, I thought, I, I thought for sure he had two. <laughs> Let's see. We're we're looking up the stats real quick. Uh, INT is right, right there. there. Um, so in 2018, yeah, he has zero. zero. Uh, that's what look I said. That. And see, in 2017, he had a, a look at that interception uh, to touchdown ratio: 23 to eight. Yes, that is that is that is like three to three to one. That is basically three to one. So I don't even think he had two touch two two picks in a game last year. Like I, I just it, I would be surprised if he did. I mean, there's probably one where he got it got deflected and you know you know whatever. But at the end of the day, like I will put him as a top tier. Uh, 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 oh yeah, I, I put him ahead of Roethlisberger. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, excuse me. Woo. Uh, but yeah, I again, Steelers need. Fact of the matter is, Steelers could definitely use Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, they they that's that's bottom line, and and they're they've removed him from the um uh the the depth the depth chart. So basically, he's pretty much removed from the rotation, which means he's not going to be on that team much longer. Um, they have already moved on, and that's fine. I mean. Other teams can have their service can use the services. There has been rumors to say that the Eagles are actually thinking about trading for him. I think that is a good move and a bad move because you know a good move is short term. He can help us out with our 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 uh, uh, running back rotation. I mean, we have some some injured backs that that we need you know we need help there. But long term, we don't have the cap space to sign him, so um, yeah. that's not going to be a good look for Howie. But yeah, and he's made only good moves since he's gotten into that Great position. Moves. That's what we want to super. Yeah, taking over from Chip Kelly. 
Oh, man. So, so many things to consider for that Steelers team. I, I don't know if they'll get it together, but I still think that they'll be close to making the playoffs, which is crazy because they always do that. They always do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a crazy team. And to kind of wrap us up a little bit, uh, just a score alert. We are in the bottom of, bottom the, of the sixth. Yep. Yeah. Bottom of the sixth. Yankees, and the Yankees look like are they're leading. pulling away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yankees are leading 3-0 against the Oakland A's in this wild card. They're AI not matchup. athletic anymore. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. But I'm excited to see those Yankees win. Thank you guys for joining us on this wonderful episode of You Don't Know Jack, Outsiders Looking In. Yes, it was fun. Very fun. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope that you'll tell your friends about it. We also hope that you'll subscribe because we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and even SoundCloud Podcasts. That's where you can find us. And if you want to tweet at us, let us know how we're doing. You can go ahead and hit us up on Twitter at YDKJ Podcast. Send us an email if that's more your flavor, ydkjpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, check out our website. We're going we're gonna to be moving and shaking and making some, uh, some uh, new changes to the yes. website in the coming weeks. So ydkjpodcast.com. Hit us up. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening. This is You Don't Know Jack, Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. And we'll catch you in the next one.